Welcome to 30 Days of Marketing Mavens. 30 days, 30 experts, 30 marketing niches. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Thank you again for joining us for 30 Days of Marketing Mavens. Again, I'm Howard Walpuff, and this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Today, we're talking about contact marketing and specifically blogging. And I have a really great blogging expert, Sue Dunleavy, who's here with us to really share her experiences and, uh, and how she, she works with people and, and focuses on this type of content, getting out and really benefiting those who are uh, spending the, the uh, and devoting their times to, uh, to, to blog. So, Sue, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, Howard. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So you've been involved with blogging for, for quite a while. How, how did you actually get started? I have been doing this for 11 years, which in internet years is like dog years, right? Mm -hmm. um, I got started um, back, I was a uh, corporate sales manager and sales trainer. And I got sick. I got an autoimmune disorder. And uh, my doctor told me, you basically can't work anymore and had to stop my, you know, six-figure corporate gig. And I spent a year saying, what should I do with myself? So I hired a life coach and she said, why don't you write a book about, you know, uh, stress management and how I, I got better being at home and not working and, and learned all kinds of cool stuff. And she said, write a book about it. So I wrote a book on stress management, still on Amazon today, even though I don't talk about it much, and um, said, what do I do next after the book is out? And she's like, start a blog. So that's how, how it all started and how I learned and now teach my clients how to blog to get business for their, for their blogging businesses. Now, when you started the blog, did you find it more that it was just an, an opportunity for you to express yourself or were you, did you feel that you were developing and providing content at that point for people to, to absorb? I've, I have had two blogs. The first one on stress was uh, for the first three years and then successfulblogging.com where I am now has been since. And um, it's a funny story. I actually bought successfulblogging.com and sold my other blog. So that's something you can do also with your websites. But hmm. going back to your question, uh, yes, um, I decided to tell a little bit of my story, but mostly how women can help themselves, um, you know, avoid stress. And by the third year of doing this, more people were asking me about how do you blog and how are you making money doing this than about stress? So I think that leads to a good question. So over those three years, how were you making money doing that? I sold my own course on stress management that I created with videos and transcripts and was making a nice five-figure income over those um, three years, which, you know, working part-time slash, you know, uh, semi-full-time. I was very happy with that. Well, good. And it's, it's great. It really gives an opportunity for anyone, someone who's an expert or someone who, who wants to develop into an expert to create something like that. And uh, having the right audience in a blog can really get that noticed and, and, uh, and purchased. Exactly. And I started from scratch and learned as I went. And um, everybody else can do that, too. 
So a lot of people say, a lot of people are told they should go into blogging. A lot of people think that they should be starting a blog, but what, what makes the, the, um, what, what is the, the, the def, I guess, is, is there a defining factor for someone to be successful at blogging? That's a really good question. Your first part of the question is, do you have to have a blog? And no, you don't. Even though I'm a blogging coach, you don't need to blog. Now, the advantages of blogging are that it keeps your content fresh in the eyes of Google. Mm -hmm. And it also... Um, kind of pulls people toward you by when they read um, your blog post and you're answering their questions, they really feel like they're hearing from an expert, even if you're just starting out, you know more than they know usually. And so that you're giving them that information and it's not advertising, it's pulling them in with content. So um, if you decide not to have a blog, you can just have five to 10 articles answering typical customer questions, and you can just call those articles on your menu, and that's good enough if it's something that you don't want to do, is blog regularly. But blogging regularly does have its um, advantages. And there's a lot of way that you create interaction with the people that are reading it, and it's obviously a great opportunity for expression and to, to show everyone that you are an expert on a, a subject matter. Exactly, exactly. I have had clients all the way from meditation teachers, yoga teachers, um, travel bloggers, every aspect of every business you can think of, authors, speakers, they've all um, increased their business by having a blog. So where does someone Find, where does someone find the creativity if they don't feel they're a creative person when trying to, uh, to take on a blog? I love that question. I rarely get asked that. And I'm not the most creative person. I'm very direct and very business oriented. And um, I needed to learn that you don't have to be super creative. What you need to do is you can brainstorm in probably an hour your entire blog post for the year. And the way you do that is you just write down the typical things that your customers or clients ask you. So even if you're not a coach, you know, what is the typical questions people have before they hire you or buy your product or even a physical product? What do they go through or what are they asking themselves? And just brainstorm that list and you can do a blog post on every one of those objections or questions and you don't have to be creative. You just answer it like you would if you were talking to someone on the phone. And that really is a great roadmap. I think that, that in, in its simplest form can help people. There's always topics that revolve around what you do and giving yourself that, that, that moment to just log them down without having to sit there and write the paragraphs that go along with it, I think really should make people a lot breathe easier that yes. this is a path that, that they easily can take. It's not going to be this mountain they really have to, to, to climb without the right gear. And the other thing I want to bring up, Howard, is that um, with blogging, you don't have to write. You could do audio blogs. You sure. could do a podcast. You could do videos. So if your favorite thing is not writing, don't do it. Do something else. And um, if you do want to write, um, sometimes it's easier to start by just talking through that answer to a customer's 
question on your phone and recording it and just getting um, a free transcript excuse me, transcript done at otter.ai for free, totally free, and just put the transcript on your blog like you wrote it. That's a very good tool. I've always been, uh, I've always enjoyed doing talk to text and email and I'll send myself mm -hmm. an email, throw it into Word and, uh, and, and then start editing. But, uh, but having- Yeah, Word does talk to text also. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's amazing the kind of tools are out there that are for free that really people can, uh, can, can make their, their lives and their, their content marketing and their social media a whole lot easier for them. Exactly, there's almost no excuse nowadays not to, not to blog. And the key is just carving out the time itself. Okay. How, how much time do you usually suggest to people to carve out for a, something they're gonna do on, whether it's a daily or a weekly basis? Well, the interesting thing is it doesn't have to be daily, nor does it have to be weekly. Um, the, the minimum I usually recommend to my new clients and new bloggers is every other week. So okay. twice a month, maybe three times a month if you have a long week, that's not as bad. It really isn't. Um, and it can be, I prefer if it's a thousand words or longer, but it doesn't have to be that long if it's a short question that you're answering for a potential customer or client or uh, a story you want to tell, you know, about your business. Um, it can be shorter, but it only has to be every other week, uh, probably for the first six months that you do it. Then hopefully you kind of get into the rhythm and you could go up to once a week once you have some traffic and an audience that wants to listen to you. And I think those that are listening can, can breathe a little easier knowing that it's not a daily regimen. It's not something mm -hmm. that, that it's, it's, you can go at your own pace and develop it and uh, just, just set some, some very easy um, levels that you want to reach and uh, give yourself the right amount of time and probably throw Grammarly on a, on a computer yes. because your, uh, your spelling and your, your grammar is, is, uh, readable and enjoyable for those that are uh, reading it on the other end and i uh, use that all the time yes even us blogging coaches need that help <laughs> yeah. exactly so it's always a good tool to have and there's a there's a free version that uh, that helps you don't even have to go pay for the uh the although i've now put pay one on my uh on my my son's computer for school so there's definitely benefits of having that one as well oh yeah definitely a good paid tool but you can start out for free and um, just blog like you talk. You know, it doesn't have to be like you're writing a college paper. It's just talking like you would to a customer or client or a friend. I always tell my clients, think you're talking to me. Just talk to Sue and tell me, you know, what you want me to, to know this week or this every other week. And um, it's much easier when you don't think like, I have to write a paper. I have to write, you know, a dissertation. And that you can see the differences of blogs. Some of them really, some of them do provide mm -hmm. papers on a regular basis and some it's, it's conversation. And it's just conversation and writing if they're not doing it on video that they're, that's relatable and understandable to the people that are reading it. And you're, you're, uh, you're extending that relationship with them and hopefully there's some nice response and, and a way to, to connect through it. Yeah, the conversational writing is goes over so much better than the uh, white paper type writing, unless you're in a very small segment of people that your your clients expect that. Exactly. So let me ask you the question I'm asking everyone: What what would you say is the number one strategy that's working best for you and your clients to achieve their their, their marketing needs? I think that content marketing is the answer. So it's 
pulling clients towards you instead of pushing them away with advertising and by blogging or writing articles, guest blogging, being on podcasts, doing interviews like this, content marketing really stands out because with SEO, search engine optimization, with more people consuming content all the time, whether it's a written blog, a video blog, or audio podcast, it is just growing and growing. So don't be afraid that there's too many blogs out there. Content marketing really does work. And it's so important because you, you have to get your name out there. You have to have a, a, a presence on Google. You want more than just one or two things popping up if someone types in your name or your company. Exactly. All your social media accounts will show up. Your blog posts, the individual posts will show up. Each page on your website will show up. It, it starts taking up a couple pages of Google. And when you've been doing it as long as I have and have over 300 blog posts, just because of time, um, you know, you take up a lot of pages of Google, which is all very good in people finding you and your business. Exactly. And again, you want Google to be your friend, so you, yes. uh, you feed Google as much information as possible, and and uh, and hopefully in the end you will be rewarded. Yes, and with content marketing, just getting that regular drip of content every other week or every week out there really makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, Sue, thank you for for sharing all of this. What what is the best way for people to contact you if they want to learn more about your services, your abilities to assist them in, in blogging in general? Well, I have a little bonus for everybody if they want to go to my website, successfulblogging.com backslash make money, all, all kind of one word, make money. I have a free ebook for you on how to make your first thousand dollars if you're just starting out with blogging. Excellent. And thank you so much for offering that. And, and, and thank you. This was, I love conversations like this because you really, it, it this is some basic information that makes things easier for people to help grow their, their businesses and, and hopefully their revenues in the, in the process. I loved it. And you asked some fabulous questions and I really appreciate uh, being able to talk to you, Howard. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone else for, for joining us. Definitely take advantage of, of, of Sue's offer and check out her website. She really has a lot of great information to share with you and check out all the rest of the interviews we have for the 30 days. Of, uh, of, of contents and information that we're, uh, we're getting out to you. But uh, go out and have a great day today, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.